0: And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast. As we continue in this series, is cognitive dissonance hurting you? Well, we have had some special guests with us, and I'm so thrilled to have brought them on the air to share their perspective on cognitive dissonance. And I hope that you're able to glean some information from both of them in regards to this topic and also maybe some helpful nuggets. Let's get back to the side of things that brings forth results. And one of the things I want to touch on today is your heart. Now, cognitive dissonance, as i would mentioned very early on in this series when we first started out, is a lot of, you know, kind of feeling one way in your head and feeling another way in your heart. And your heart and your head are always in communication. So it's important to understand that if we can't get things straight in our hearts, uh, then we'll always feel kind of uneasy about whatever it is that we're deciding to do in our heads, So what I want to talk about today is the power of your heart. I want you to understand it at a little bit deeper level. Now, I may have mentioned this to you before, and especially those who have been listening for any period of time or that know me, your heart has 40,000 specialized neurons in it. And these neurons are actually capturing memories very deep-seated memories, and the the specialized neurons are more powerful than those in your head. So even if, even if you have a hundred billion neurons in your brain, these specialized neurons are very specific to uh, very deep memories and uh, things that would uh, actually could be transferred to a heart uh, recipient from a donor. And there's many stories out there about that. And um, I I don't have a lot of time to get into a bunch of stories, but I believe I mentioned one earlier about the young girl that received a heart from someone that was murdered a young child that was murdered and she was able to identify the murder victim from the nightmare she was having after receiving the heart. And there are other more lighthearted stories about how, you know, people that received a heart, you know, would change their diet, eat different, maybe crave different things. And information like that. But the reason I'm bringing this back up and wanting to talk about this with you today is I want to give you some solid solutions on how to imprint or save the right data in your heart, almost like a computer, and and the best ways to go about doing that. So we've talked before about affirmations, and that's a critical piece to this. But I also want to mention the fact that, you know, what you intently listen to or what you intently think about consistently. In other words, when I say intently, I'm talking about your feelings being engaged or involved. That's what's going to imprint on the heart the fastest. So whenever you go through a traumatic situation or you go through an elated situation, say the birth of a child or a marriage or something of that nature, um, when your emotions are at their heightened state, that's when it really becomes imprinted into your heart. Now, Uh, Granted, if you have a situation where you're struggling constantly feeling, you know, one way in your heart and another way in your mind about your ability or about your confidence level in something, chances are that you have either not spent enough time imprinting the right message on your heart or you've spent too much time imprinting the wrong (laughs) message on your heart. So, I know that's not really funny, but but the point of this is that we have to really begin to dissect what we're allowing in our hearts. in fact, um the best selling book in the universe states, okay that we must guard our hearts with all diligence for out of out of it flow the issues of life and so, if you stop and think about that particular phrase there's obviously something to the heart that's very unique and different than the mind. Okay. So we know that when we're in a room with somebody that's angry with us or, or um or upset or maybe hates us, we can feel that energy, right? Well, cognitive dissonance creates this uneasy feeling, same as is this any other feeling, okay? Because so, there's a magnetic energy to it, all right? And it can be measured out to, I've heard six foot, some people report six feet, some people report, report eight feet. Um, and in even quantum science and quantum physics studies, they have discovered that energy can even carry beyond that. So it's really quite an interesting thing if you ever want to do your research on that. But my point here is that um, if you really want to come across fully confident in whatever you're striving to become or do, then it has to become imprinted on your heart. Here's a good example of that let's say you're a leader and you interview someone for a job and on the the application or the resume they come across incredibly well, but then you feel this kind of weirdness about like something's just not right okay i I, I know what it says on the resume but there's just something I just don't feel right about. Or you can even feel that way about perhaps perhaps a business transaction or maybe a, a, a possibly a relationship where you just feel this uneasiness. That means that that person typically is in cognitive dissonance. So they could be lying to you about what's on their resume or they could be uh, just feeling incredibly ill-confident because they're their own insecurities from what is imprinted on their heart. Now, I hope this makes sense to you because it's very important. So when I said to you, and I titled this message, is Cognitive Dissonance Hurting You? Absolutely it is because not only is it preventing you from being able to accomplish what you want to, maybe get that job or or impress someone or start a new relationship, but it also could be affecting you in terms of your health because as long as you feel uneasy, you produce a dis-ease inside of you inside of you, which remember is the derivative of disease. Okay. So if you always feel uneasy, unsure, insecure, uncertain, all of those kinds of words. All right. That's that cognitive dissonance that's giving you the trouble. So if you don't take the effort to actually work to impress on your heart, you will not get a change. And I'm going to come back tomorrow and share some more very specific things that you can do for this. But I want, I need to sign off at this point because we are out of time. This is Michelle Stepes reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine thank you for joining